Welcome to Do It For The Gram and Enneagram podcast with your host, Certified Enneagram Coach Milton Stewart, where we do it for the Enneagram, not Instagram. We make moves to improve our lives and those in our community. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy New Year. If this is your first episode for the Type 4, we're doing arrow lines. Let's go intro. Finding help for your mental and emotional struggles can be challenging. With so many barriers like cost and even feeling safe looking for a counselor can be tricky. So I know it's hard. And you know, the worst part is you really don't have the time or mental space to be trying to figure out how to find a counselor when you're having personal struggles. So thanks to BetterHelp, they are built on making counseling accessible, affordable, convenient so that anyone who's having struggles in their life can actually get the help they need at any time and anywhere, which is so important, especially now. All the professionals are licensed, trained, experienced, and accredited. And what I love so much about them is that they have a diverse group of counselors with a broad and various amounts of different backgrounds to help all their different clients. If you need some help, try BetterHelp. You can get a 10% off discount from your first month when you go to betterhelp.com forward slash do it. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com forward slash D-O-I-T. All right, so what are the arrow lines? So the Enneagram symbol as a whole has so much wisdom and information in it, it's ridiculous. You can spend days and days learning about the different parts of the physical kind of symbol of the Enneagram. Before you even apply the numbers, there's wisdom to it. But we're not talking about that on this episode. So if you look at it as a four, you have different lines going to different places, right? And there's triangles in the Enneagram and there's many other circles. So these all actually have a rich meaning to them. And it gives us a lot of information, knowledge, wisdom to know what are some ways that we truly can grow, learn, and develop in ways that are like really helpful. We're going to kind of get into that. So these arrows or lines, they've been called different things over different time. And so I would say the older definitions of them or the older words that was used terminology was integration and disintegration. Like now, disintegration isn't used that much, right? Because one, it sounds kind of strange to say somebody's disintegrating. Um, It doesn't sound really well. But there was a deeper meaning behind it with the words back then. But the way that we kind of understand the word disintegrate and integrate is different from how they formerly thought of the words. There's also been a deeper, richer research behind these arrows as well. And so it's not just you don't grow one way and the other way you do grow. You can do both in both ways. And so I'm going to get into that a little bit. You may have also heard of like stress and security. And so stress and security is still used to this day. Um, But when you think of stress and security, I want you to think about it from an ego standpoint. Not just I've been stressed out because I work so many hours or I've had all these people over my house or whatever. It's really an ego upon the stress, something that causes the ego to have stress. And then, for instance, security. It's more like the ego is insecure. 
And so that does sometimes play into the realm of our own personal insecurities, but we're really talking about an ego insecurity is when we're talking about that specific line. So we'll get into that. Describing how the arrows work. So the direction of them actually does matter. So if you look at certain Enneagram symbols, especially someone's logo, they're probably not going to have the arrows on. They're just going to have the connecting lines and things like that. But the arrows actually do matter. The type four has one arrow pointing towards the type two. And the type four has another arrow pointing towards it from the type one. So going with the arrow is going to be considered going towards the type two because it's going with the arrow along the line. And going against the arrow would be considered going towards the type one because it's going against the arrow to go there. And this is going to make sense in a little bit as we go forward because remember, the direction of them actually matter when you're doing work. Type two, which is going with the arrow, is considered to be the stress point of the type four on the lower side. On the higher side, the type two is called the resolution arrow. So that's kind of important to understand um, when we're going forward, okay? So the type two on the higher side is considered the resolution point, and we'll get to that in a moment. Yes, it makes sense. The word makes sense with what the four needs, and we'll get into that. The type one going against the arrow is considered the security point to the type four on the lower side. Now, on the higher side, the type one is called the energizing arrow which is going to make sense going forward, right? Energy. In growth, there's a focus on moving against the arrow first, then moving towards and with the arrow next. First, you want to say you want to move against the arrow. So you want to do growth work going towards the type one for the type four first, and then move towards the type two. Okay, it really gives us the ability to do that. One of the reasons the lines are so important is because if you are only stuck in your number, then there's so much work to be done. And the arrow lines are specific in ways to help loosen your ego's grip upon you. Because remember, the idea is not to be a number. The idea is to be um, a human. It is to find the humanity in all that you do. It's to find all the types within you. doesn't mean you don't have to do work in your specific number for a lifetime, but it does mean that you don't get attached to, I'm only a four, right? And you're just like, that's just me and I feel, no, there's so much more to you. That's just part of your personality. Let's talk about, let's dive into actually what it looks like specifically with each arrow. We're going to start with the lower side as in the unconscious movement. So, you know, the unconscious basically is not being aware, right? So it's just happening in the background or it's just running the show and you're late to it. You're not even recognizing what's really happening. And so it may be a lot of reacting instead of actually choosing to respond in a situation. On the lower side, when the four is moving to one in security, they become more rigid and controlling. They try to control their emotions and be very strict on themselves. And they're more black and white thinking and they can become masochistic if they're not careful. And so this is one of the things that's very important for fours to notice, especially when they get to the lower side of the one, is when they go to this point where something in their ego doesn't feel secure anymore. So they try to rein in their emotions real hard, try to be real rigid and tight and controlling. And they're trying to control these things and they start to be a little bit more black and white. The way that they communicate is a little bit more sharp. They're not as colorful as they usually are or expressive necessarily as they usually are. And in this way, it actually can lead to, especially with that mix of the actual deep fourness and some of that um, oneness of perfection and rigidity, it can lead to a masochistic tendency. So we have to be very careful. It's like, I'm going to make sure I rein all this in and to the point where I'm just going to look right and do right and all these type of things, quote unquote, right, you know, parentheses, right, what I perceive the environment is saying that is right. So it is like 
really restricting themselves in ways that are, can be very unhelpful and unhealthy to them. When fours are moving to two in stress, they become externally, emotionally focused. They start seeking approval through the use of flattery and become less authentic. And this is a real interesting one because a lot of times fours, they don't really like flattery. A lot of times they be like, ugh, look at these people. They're not even being real. They're being fake. But what's so interesting, when fours on the lower side of two, their arrow, they actually do that. And they may not even catch themselves doing this sometimes. But this is what's happening. Now they've become so externally focused on what other people are thinking about them that now they're really absorbing the emotions of other people or feeling the emotions of other people in a heavy way that can be very unhealthy for them. Because usually fours aren't to that degree worried so much about trying to mold or manipulate or to make people like them per se by forming and a adapting to them, they kind of want to stand out a little bit and to create those connections and to actually engage with people, not the other way around. So when they're in the lower side of the two, it's when now they're molding themselves once again, because their ego has is feeling some type of stress, okay? And so now they're molding themselves and now they're really, really externally emotionally focused and not focused on what's going on inside as well. And so now they're seeking this thing that they usually don't exactly seek super often, but it's approval. And approval means a lot to twos and threes. And so for this is when it shows up for the type four quite often when they're on the lower side of the two. Now, on the higher side, when we talk about this is a conscious movement and it's higher levels of awareness. And sometimes it's not even that you are just had like amazing growth. Sometimes the environment helps create a space where you can actually maneuver to these arrows, which is really healthy and really great, right? But we also want to cultivate it within ourselves. So it's not just our external environment providing the growth, but we actually know what we're doing and how to do it internally. When the four is moving to the one, it's moving as to the energizing arrow or the right energy. And so what this means is that now that they've moved to this area, they're going to get the right energy within themselves to be able to do some truly good growth work because it's the higher side of the one. And so what this does, it actually helps them be more disciplined, action-oriented, more grounded to handle their emotions, and just better in different ways that help them to grow and to a little bit more purposeful in action or in their purpose around doing things. Because you got to think about it. The one, they're moving. They're doing. Like if they feel like something needs to be improved, they're going to do it and move to it. They're not just going to think about it, not just going to say it, not just going to express it. They're actually going to put action behind it. And so ones are extremely disciplined too. And this can be a part where the four can struggle, you know, sometimes to not necessarily be disciplined, right, in the things that they're doing. So when it comes to the higher side, right, when fours develop good habits to be conscious about what they actually are doing, then they're actually able to truly step into a lot of the right energy for themselves to really maintain a good balance in their body, to maintain those emotions, but they get a right energy. So now they have the right energy to move into even deeper levels of growth. Once fours have moved against the arrow to the one, getting the right energy, right? The energy point, the energy arrow. Now they can move into the arrow of the two, which is the resolution point. And what this means is that it solves, it resolves some of the core things that the four has that maybe is a little bit too heavy in one area. And so it needs to balance out. 
When fours are moving to two in the resolution point, it allows them to be more balanced emotionally because they understand the harmony in giving and receiving. Fours really understand kind of what's going on inside. And so sometimes fours can be very self-focused and everything is based off of them. Like every story that someone says, they use a story about themselves to relate to the person or to tell the person. And so sometimes they miss that. Now, the balance comes because they're starting to not just be focused on self and what maybe has not happened for self or the feelings in self, but they also are balanced with looking at how other people feel, how they, how the impact of others is going and how giving is so much and so important. And so there's a bigger focus on giving, which helps minimize the feeling of envy and melancholy, which is amazing, right? They work to create mutually beneficial relationships as well, which helps lessen the feeling of abandonment. Because one of the tricky parts for the four is that it can be so focused, the ego can be so focused on what maybe it feels like it's not getting or it's missing, that it actually forgets within that time frame of thinking about and focusing on what it's missing or giving or not getting. It's actually not giving. It's actually not sharing with others too. And so that becomes the balance there. So it gives the, the resolution point of the two actually gives the four a balance, a healthy balance of giving and receiving emotionally and of themselves. And there's other different ways, but those are some of the big pillar items that it helps with. One thing for fours as you're doing this work, some practical things you can do if you're thinking about like moving towards your energizing arrow for the type one, because you know I like to keep it practical. One thing you can do is develop routines, develop morning routines, develop evening routines, develop things that really help you to develop more discipline in the things that you're doing. Also, something that you can do is also making sure that you maybe schedule things or structure things a little bit better for yourself. Because sometimes the personality of the four can and wants to do just whatever it wants to do. So really reining in, you have to think about things as a type one. Somebody that you know that's functioning at a high, healthy level in a type one, what are some things that they do? You know, and start to try to mimic some of those things that you can put into your life. Because it'll really, really be helpful for helping you to find some discipline, right? The four ego structure doesn't naturally like discipline, okay? So being able to find some in a healthy way would actually really help to get the right energy and something that makes sure that you're actually action-oriented on the things that you're very purposeful about. Because one thing that I understand and I love about fours is that when they do something, they want it to have a purpose. They want it to have a passion and a purpose behind it, connected to it, or it feels like they're wasting their time. And so the big thing about it is making sure as a four, those things that you do want purposeful or you do feel that are purposeful and passionate making sure to attach action to them, healthy action to them, right? Don't overdo it where you wear yourself out because I know some fours can wear themselves out and work so hard and grind themselves into the ground. We're not talking about doing that, right? We're talking about purposeful alignment when you're talking about your actions, okay? Very important. So those are some things you can do. And then the next one is when you're talking about practical things you can do for uh, moving towards a type two, it is a sometimes a focus on how or different people that maybe I just want to give something to them. Maybe I just want to share something uh, with them. And it's not sharing necessarily internally things, right? It's sharing something because if you think about what a two does, they ask a really amazing questions from other people and they don't have to insert their own, their own selves into it. They don't have to give a personal story every time someone shares. They just can say, hmm, they can listen, ask more questions, make that person feel more seen, hear a little bit more, connect a little bit more in that way. And so if you're looking at healthy friends, 
have three people you know who are twos that are functioning at a good awareness level, check and see some things that they do. Just kind of watch them, okay? Because they're going to have healthy things that will allow you to get to a resolution point, right? So that you're not so much, your ego isn't so much trapped in melancholy, what I'm not getting, or feeling abandoned. It's going to be like, wow, okay, how can I connect with someone by asking more about them, learning more about them, filling out more of them, connecting from the heart there, right? And you will still have time to share yourself, but you have to remember the ego can sometimes kind of swivel its way in there. So you have to be very careful of that. So that's all I have for this episode. Uh, thank you so much for listening. The August KSEP program is now open. And so you can sign up for that at kaizen-enneagram-community-mn.co. Uh, and that's MN, Mighty Networks. And so um, the link will be in the show notes so you can sign up if you would like. Only 16 people will be a part of it, but the sign up is back open for 2022. I'm in the middle of the other of cohort three right now. Amazing, amazing people. Just letting you know, you can go ahead and sign up for that now. Also, if you are a four and you're feeling that, you know, some of the ego structure of the four that may not be healthy or helpful for you is coming out, take a deep breath, breathe, and make a choice that's going to be better for you and do it for the gram, the Enneagram, of course, and we'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye.